Also, Ian, when you come mm. around to edit this, which will probably be in about five or six weeks' time, you're doing a great job, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't <laughs> do that. Oh, don't do that. Don't disarm Ian, me like that. Uh, Ian, Ian, we know it's like late Thursday night and you have to do it tomorrow, <laughs> but you're doing a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> This week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop by Lundraconis. My name is Mark and I'm the Dungeon Master and I've skipped a bit but I can't remember which. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith in the kingdom of Sleepguard. I'm going to slow down. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master and also with us for this week's episode we have Danny who plays the half-orc monk Marota Brokendusk. Bonjour. We've got Callum who plays the warforged artificer Alpha. Hello. Alpha, just remember, have you got your book of bullshit ready, just in case you might... Uh, yes, I've actually uh, added a, a new chapter for it as well, so... Fuck it's... you. Will, who <laughs> plays the human cleric, Emron. Aloha. Ian, who plays the tiefling warlock, Nix Carell. Hey, hey. And we have Darren, who plays the high elf artificer, Reigns Haddo. That's a warforged malfunctioning saying hello. Right. Okay. Okay. There you go. Um, I'm the fucking warforged around here, but okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, they were all really nice, low key. Simultaneously, nice the opening to the to the yeah. episode as well. So thanks <laughs> yeah. for that. I don't know about You're you, but it went on longer than I expected it yeah. to go on. What happens when they malfunction? Well, that's very true. Actually, that, that, that is true. So, um, welcome, 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 everyone. Um, we're going to jump straight into it and figure out what happened last week on last week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Top. We're going to have to pass over to the name that I remember because I wrote it down. Our chronicler, Danny, is going to tell us a little bit about what happened on last week's episode. In the last few pages of our adventure. After concluding events with the local goblin clan, our party of not-yet-heroes reunited with Orla at Goldport Keep. Upon arrival, the already dilapidated holding had been further ransacked, this time from Orla's debtor, a shady, drunken individual named Vorstan. Desperate to raise funds soon, Orla implores the party to investigate one of her received contracts from Redstone Farm, a day's ride to the south. Weary from events involving the goblins, the party opt to rest for the evening and set out at first light. After a relatively restful night's sleep, the warm sun begins to rise over Goldport Keep. I wouldn't have a restful night's sleep. Of course you wouldn't. After an assumed restful night's sleep. Well, then, um, whilst the four of us are meditating, um, updating to Windows 11, or um, Never. having actual sleep. Sleeping. Ian, what is... Why, why? Why wouldn't Nix have had a restful it's fa- night's I'm sleep? sorry for uh, being poignant about it, but this would be the first evening where Nix finds out that uh, he wouldn't be able to sleep. I mean, What's we all know why, but Nix doesn't know why. So after his little swim in the in the lake there, looking up at the moon and just kind of feeling at one and at peace, he would get up out of the pool, put his clothes back on, and then go head inside and find his room where he's looking forward to, oh, yep, yep, he's going to just get a good, nice, relaxing time, especially after the events with the gobbos and stuff. And uh, he'd settle in, do his normal evening routines when he just hopes that the Esmeralda's okay and all aboard is all good and everyone he loves is well. Um, everyone around me on this podcast, I've got video, we can all see each other and you've got Will kind of flailing his arms about like a windmill trying to put me off and it works because there you go. Uh, and as he settles into his routine and tries to shut his eyes, insomnia happens and just couldn't, can't sleep. Don't think nothing more of it right now. It's just, oh, it's a bit strange. I just can't sleep. Can't. Mind's full. Mind's full. So after a couple of hours of kind of tossing and turning, he'll get out of bed, kind of just roam around a little bit, burn off some energy and try and just put his mind at ease. Think about the ocean, think about the waves, go back to bed. Still can't sleep. Can't feel 
any tiredness? Hmm. Okay. It's just going to be one of those nights. Just, uh, just try, shut my eyes. Fucking tight. Come on, Nix, you got this. Four hours after doing that, still nothing. <sighs> what time is it? Uh, whatever. It's time for breakfast. And fuck it. And he'll just walk and try and find some food. And that's where he'll be. Um, whenever you do that around up. sunrise, then as as you head to to the hall, to probably a bit earlier than that, just because it's, it's just no idea that, that of the specific times. Just mm-hmm. that it's way past when he should be asleep, and all right, it's clearly not happening tonight for whatever reason. Um, I may as well just go and get some food. And as you walk into something. the hall, the hall um, where Orla had um, spoken to you not twelve hours ago, um, you find the room deserted quiet but still in absolute state save for one corner and in the corner there is a small candle that's burning down to almost its wick and next to the candle is a bedspread where Orla is sleeping he's still asleep at the time there is uh, access to, uh, near, near the north area to the cupboards where Orla's organised bits of food, cheese uh, breads, etc., light snacks uh, that you could partake upon. Uh, the hearth is cold, um, but there are there's things you could nibble upon for breakfast. Looking at Orla, just kind of checking over the body to see if the uh, if the quilt, blanket, whatever she's got, kind of to keep herself warm at night. Uh, if there's any pouches protruding, any shadow of a pouch or any kind of shape of. Uh, jewels or diamonds or anything like that. It just casts his eye. He's just used to doing it. And then as he's kind of Sherlocking the body, if you will, ah, you know what? Just can't be asked. I can't sleep. Now's not the time for this. And then he's going to go and find some food and just set up as kind of semi-quietly and just kind of busy himself in the food and trying not to think, ah, it's so strange that I can't sleep normally. Normally, all about it. Never mind. So, yeah. Are you saying that out loud or is that just kind of into All in his mind. Okay. Okay. Mind palace. And eventually you do see the, the body of unconscious body of Nick, Nick uh, Nick's your Nick's uh, unconscious body of Orla uh, stir. And she kind of turns one bleary eye over, sees the candle lit, blows it out, stretches, stands herself up and realizes you're in there. Oh, you're up early. I mean, yeah. You know what they say? The uh, early, Tiefling gets the tea. Huh. That must be a seafaring thing. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, only a tiefling would get it, really, I guess. Good morning. Morning. You sleep or slept well, by the looks of things. Why? How long were you in here? Uh, long enough just to stare a little. Not long enough to make it awkward. Well, fair enough. Would you like anything? Up. Uh, just water, please. Coffee? Just water. Coffee? Sure. Some water. Got you. Are the others up or is it just you? No, it's just me, I believe. I mean, if you if you needed someone else here, I don't think Alpha sleeps. I don't know what he does, but I know it's not sleep. Mm. No, it's fine. I'll, uh, I'll just go for, uh, yep. go for yep. a wash. Of course. Cool. It's back in a bit. And she's going to walk herself out towards the lakes to the south. Um, who would be the next? What are we going to wait for him to get up? Or uh, um, maybe pop up to Rains? Rains, what, what's Rains up to? You don't sleep as much, do you, as a half hour? So Rains has had a very uh, normal evening for him of just once these four hours are up, of just setting up the Rubik's Cubes in the armory and just allowing them to scroll through the Arcanic Symbols of evocation, of conjuration, of transmutation, abjuration. He's allowed all of those configurations and calibrations to happen while he uh, student, uh, diligently, it's probably the right word, takes down some of the information that he's getting. And as soon as he's done that, he would, as he often does, make his way to the breakfast hall once he's happy that those cal- cal- calibrations are done. And you would see a... Um pass on the door on the way in uh, Orla and she'd give you just a kind of a you know a recognisable nod of kind of good morning morning to you um, good morning 
and head off towards the south as the sun slowly rises. So you head in, you find Nick's uh, sat down eating. Yeah, sat down eating. Yeah, I'm used to being the first one up. You were right there, Nick's. Mm, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I just thought I'd try doing what you do for a change, Reigns. It's been so successful for you. I thought, you know, I will um, yeah, get up early, I guess. Yeah, well, I believe it's the best part of the day. NC, do me a favor and uh, just uh, start, start brewing me up some of that gold leaf tea. NC will fly out of the bag of holding, uh, dive into the water butt or whatever is in the room for getting fresh water, come out and then just pop himself down on the table and start to brew. Nice, and as the awkward silence holds in the air, I can imagine that NC slowly whistles like a kettle. <laughs> Followed by a ding. <laughs> and then the sound, then, then, then just him just flying over. crunching as Nix is eating yeah. his bread, <laughs> just slurping his tea, just in silence. And then the spit of water, the, if you can hear it starting to fill up the cup. Thank you. Uh, do, you do you want some of this? Nope. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. I wonder where. Wonder where Morota is. Yeah, I was thinking the same about them, Ron. <laughs> I don't want to put them out of their misery. I just want to leave the two in there for. They're, they're, actually, everyone sleeps in. Um, Alpha's updates take a little longer, and so what would you talk? No, um, it's just like some Beckett play that just goes on and on. And on, and on. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know is you're actually now in a little pocket dimension where yeah. the rest of the world is frozen around you and. Yeah, well, I'm just still watching a bit of Stranger Things. I'm only on season three at the moment, but I've just watched a bit. The kind of yeah, my mind of a pocket dimension. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's just for expediency because as fun as it is leaving these one by ones, uh, let's imagine that Alpha, Emron, and Moroti kind of come through as a, as, a, as a group. You've all kind of woken up. Um, and I've kind of walked. I would unless unless of course you all have. Different well, I see no, no personal role play for us. Thanks, cheers. Yeah, yeah. So rather than going straight into the the hall, uh, Moroti would start her morning by going south out of the the keep and go to the 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 lake the the pond uh, yep. towards the south by the mine and just do some sort of morning uh feng shui uh is that the right one no yep. no no that's that's furniture um tai chi some morning tai, tai chi thank you some like morning tai chi esque uh, uh motions and sort of yoga and stretch out and then uh, sort of move into the body of water itself and uh, do some sort of uh, laying on the back, uh, trying to recenter her, herself and just sort of, sort of floating there uh, and have a good sort of morning, um, sort of like an, an hour of light exercise activity, stretching out, sort of rebalancing her key. Okay, nice. So it's like you're having a, um, a yeah, yeah, a rest day. Yeah, we've got mm. karate kid moments right now. Gym. Yeah, nice. Um, that's great. We'll come back to you in a, in a second, Marita. Um, okay, uh, Emron, you've actually woken up before the update's taken place for Alpha, um, and you're awake. Here you go. Here's your little personal moment then, Emron. What would you, what would you nice. like to do? What would you like to go? What do you want to talk about? Where do you want to go? Wait, pass? <laughs> do some pass? Do some sing song? <laughs> Emron's got this whole montage. No, um, Emron yeah. sort of wakes up, Love scratches. A Scratches his chin. Okay, and anyway, then Callum, you walk in. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, well, I'm sorry. Scratch. And then decides to break the horse. <laughs> nice. Um, scratches his chin, sort of stretches, sees that Alpha's still in a corner and that everyone else um, isn't present. He goes, hmm, unusual. And so he sort of wanders out the room. Uh, sees one of the sort of like water buckets that obviously collects the uh, rain from the um, uh, from the guttering rain. from the roof, and he uh, just dunks his head in there, gives himself a quick wash, and then um, sort of hair still dripping slightly, uh, wanders into the main keep. You you probably just see Nick try and open his mouth as if he was going to say something, and shake his head, carry on eating. Morning. <laughs> Morning. Hey. I'll do. Great. Oh. Yeah, oh. not bad. Excellent. I'm not going to lie. After sleeping in the ground and then back in Goldview, 
them beds were all right, weren't they? The best. Aye, I, mean, I, was... I, I, I don't really use beds for for the trancing, but no, no, I know, but I know, yeah, you know. If we were paying back beds, you get half half cut rate, but it's fine. Um, no, it was that was grand. Um, Reet, so uh, Alpha's doing his thing, and then I guess we get our stuff together and then go deal with this uh, Redstone Farm business. She said it was a day away. We we're gonna the longer we take to sell off, we'll we'll waste the time that we need. Shit, does that actually happen? What? What do you mean? The longer we take to set off. The more time it'll take. Rains, was, he's trying to be funny. Yeah, it was more an observation about how long we have to get there in order to make No, I agree. Time, Ta- yeah, time yeah, is yeah, money, yeah. you could say. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good one, uh, Nix. You should tell Alpha that and he'll put it in his memory bank just in case you ever forget it because it was so funny this time that me and Emron just forgot to laugh. Straight up. Yeah, I know. I feel like me and you are just getting closer. Alpha, you've just appeared at the door and heard the joke. You get that, Alpha? <laughs> I have recorded that information. Thanks, It'll be buddy. Good, to know for the future. good lad. Um, morning, Alf. Ooh. Good morning, Nick. Did you have trouble sleeping? No. No, no. It took me a while to get off. That is not what I asked. Uh, you seem to leave throughout the night. No, no, I stayed. I stayed pretty central. Hmm. Where do you think I left to? I did not follow. Okay. I was still remaining in my rebooting stage. Still working on that whole not being awkward thing, I see. That's cool, man. No, but, I mean, is everything all right? Because Alpha's right. Where where were you off to, Nix? I wasn't off to anywhere. Not getting in trouble. Uh, if I was, that wouldn't be any of your business. Hmm, I see. And I'll continue getting myself some breakfast. And in that lovely awkward silence of the morning, uh, we'll pass over to the Tai Chi-ness of Morita. And as you're kind of doing your morning routine, Orla, uh, you look up from the lake at one moment, Orla is awkwardly kind of stood nearby, sat on some rocks, um, not looking at you, but kind of, um, as the only kind of moving thing in her vista, um, unnecessarily sometimes uh, glancing at you. So still floating in the middle of the the lake, uh, sort of eyes towards the sky, um, Rota's just going to quickly clock her. Can I help you? Oh, no, it's, uh, I just come here in the morning. Um, like I said, y- yesterday it's... My mother's favorite spot, so I'd like to start my morning here before before the day begins. So, no, please continue. That doesn't shouldn't stop you from uh, from from doing what you're doing. But I hope you don't mind me. No, no, being no. Sat here. This is your gaff, so you know. Do you mind if I'm in the water? No, no. By all means, it's better to be used than, than just sit there stagnating. And uh, no, of course, be my guest, please. But oh. just um. Marosa, I'm 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 gonna go. I'm not going to go back to speak to everyone. I'm gonna go, you know, speak to Vastan. But just, just make sure we need some damn money, okay? So just get them through it, one way or another. I feel there are cracks and splits in in us, and it may cause problems down the line. But for now, we need some money. I need some upkeep. Okay, well. I'll try, you know. It's, we can only do what we can do. Absolutely. I know. I know. Just well, you know, uh, see if you can find someone else to take on the debt. That guy's a bit of a sleaze. Yeah, he is. But since he knew my father, he uh, doesn't tend to pass debt that easily these days. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do, though. I'll be back by the time you lot are back from, from your trip down to Redstone Farm. It shouldn't take me long. It's probably okay. a good view and back. Well, if you're going back in, tell them I'm here waiting by the south road, so... Okay. I'll let them know. Good luck. And, then- and let's hope it is just some chickens after all, eh? 
not even acknowledging that that was said, knowing that it probably isn't chickens. Rhoda's just going to hold her breath and sink into the water. Brilliant. <clears throat> and uh, she's <laughs> very nice, Danny. And uh, Ola's going to turn and head back up, opening the doors of the hall to probably abject silence and awkwardness of the four of you sat around eating, not eating, watching and see slowly brew another uh, cup of tea, enter and say, Marota's ready. She's waiting on the south road. Whenever you lot are ready, good to go. She just asked me to pass on the message. Read then, and Emron will um, finish, make sure that he's got a pack of supplies and goes and collects the rest of his stuff from his room and goes to join Marota. Uh, Reigns will grab the bag of holding from off the table. He is wearing his fine travelling clothes rather than his armour this morning. He looks a bit like... Well, I'll show you. He looks a, well, he does look a bit like it. It depends if you define her... Tom Hiddlestone's howl from Memory the Fifth is being oh, very nice. You yeah. know, you know like exactly <laughs> what you're doing with that picture. Serious yeah. man crush on him and that. My lord. Yeah, so he's I got mean, the red doublet, you. he's got the the, the, the the plush brown leather trousers and the smart boots and a, a gold loaded belt just across them. And he attaches the bag of holding to the belt and just makes his way outside. Come on in two. And then he's gonna fly and just land on his shoulder. Hey, Alpha. Alpha. Yes, Nix. Sorry, I feel like I was interrupting you. No, no, it's quite all right. Please. You could hear that I was moving around last night. I do not have a conventional sleep, as most organic creatures do. I am fully aware of my surroundings while I rest, I believe would be the most appropriate term. I wasn't making a lot of noise, though, so how did you, how did you know? We are in the same room. I can see. Well, maybe I forgot about that when I looked at roll 20, but you know, <laughs> that would explain a lot. That would explain a lot. I've got another thing to ask you, Alpha, actually. Uh, I'm going to do this in a different way. So uh, forgive me if it doesn't come across natural, but I'm quite aware that you carry something that I was trying to get hold of not so long ago in the form of a green gem and usually my methods of procuring that off another person would be to try and steal it back somehow however our recent adventure together um i I don't know I, i feel like we're closer now and it would just feel wrong to kind of alleviate you of that so i was just thought i'd bring it up and just say hey if you feel any bit closer to me as we go on and you want to give that back i am a willing uh uh, participant in that deal but that's on you and i won't i won't be trying to shift it from you um anymore but i just wanted to just want to bring it up try a different thing here Oh, yeah. Hmm. I was not aware that you've been trying to shift it from me, as you put it previously. Well, you've got to be been... careful sometimes of people and their surroundings and their skills or lack of in this situation. Uh, maybe it's another lesson learned. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're, um, I don't know, just recent, recent uh, experiences have brought us closer. Yeah, unless feel... you disagree. I feel it necessary to inform you that both Reigns and Emron, I believe, have advised me to return it to you sooner rather than later. Um, <laughs> don't shake your head at me. I can't remember exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't try to look for it in my notes. Reigns <laughs> did. You're correct. Reigns I know, know Reigns <laughs> did. I weren't sure if Emron did or not. Um, but there you go. Corrupted memory slightly. My intention was originally to research and find out more about the jewel before I returned it to yourself. However, if you wish to take it back, it is yours. Uh, research away. But it's good to know it's saved for future. It will always be safe in my possession, Nix. Awesome, buddy. Shall we, uh, shall we join the others? Let's. Ah, awesome. 
We catch up with the others down on the south road, um, stood in a small huddle on the small dirt-trodden path that leads to the south. Um, is there a specific order you want to be traveling in? Well, actually, may I take an order that we are traveling in as we head our way south towards Redstone Farm? Uh, I'll go first, as I guess I know this place best. Yeah, uh, I'll go second, just walking alongside Morota. Mm-hmm. I'll fall in behind those two. Uh, I'll pair up with Alpha. Okay, I'm at the back of the mix. Lovely. Okay, fine. Um, so, in our day's travel, uh, it's going to take us to about nightfall in order to get uh, near or at uh, Redstone Farm. The majority of the journey is eventless. The sun is high in the sky for the majority of the day. The air still. Uh, it's a light blue smattering of sky above you and very little that takes place during that in terms of the weather. The walk is relatively straightforward on rolling hills and through very th- small thickets of bushes, etc. But the path is true and you follow to the south. You follow the instructions given to you by Orla, taking you south. If you remember the note that she gave to you, it was fearless warriors desperately needed. Please come to Redstone Farm out on the Union Pass, past the burning fields and turn left to the farm. Ask for Bernadette. This is near the uh, this is near the Golden Lakes, just to the southwest of Goldview, to the east of the largest lake. As you make your way towards the south, further and further, you, many of you, for example, three of you at least, for example, have no idea what this burning field uh, represents or what it is. And as you start to get closer, you realise exactly what it is. It is a field of perpetual burn. Um, you realize as you get even closer, you see a number of the uh, Kriskra, the uh, purple-robed figures from back in Goldview, stood nearby. You see a number of crates and large, um, large wagons filled with what now almost looks like peats, like rotted earth, um, on the back of them. And the members of the Kriskra stood around this huge field that is all aflame. Whenever an area seems to go out, one of these mages goes over and casts burning hands or flame, some kind of flame cantrip or magic upon it to ignite it again. As a number of laborers and workers are busy shoveling off this dirt from the back of these carts onto the field to continue to burn it. You will probably have to pass by this relatively close as this is taking place on the side of the road in a large field. It stinks it has a sulfurous smell to it as you pass there are two members of the crisscross stood near a cart as it approaches and the man who has sat on it is talking deep in conversation with these two hooded figures uh, as you approach is there anything you'd like to say or would we like to pass them by as as we're walking up sort of emma would be sort of going marauder you're from uh round here more than any of us what's what's this i Hmm. I ever seen anything like this before, Mark? No, you have not. I have no earthly idea, but my advice is that we avoid the Abkriskra generally, uh, I mean, and out on the road, they're a, a bit more unpredictable. There are less eyes. How long's it been burning? Because the smokestack must be uh, visible from Goldview for. Uh quite a way I, I i don't know i i didn't train as a firefighter well no, i mean it's a big column of smoke easily seen really but you know but we don't know why they're doing this i mean you the crisco are a strange bunch they they it's probably not good let's go and ask yeah, I, I'm with everyone on this one. Start toddling over to the uh, man on the cart. I love it when he toddles. <laughs> I have very rarely seen Emron toddle. Uh, you there, toddling man? <laughs> What's uh, what business do you have coming close to my cart? Says a well dressed uh, chap on on the very large one of these very large carts. He seems too well dressed given what the cart entails. How many um, people uh, around him? There are two members of the Chris Grove stood next to him in kind of what looked like casual conversation. 
apart from that, you can just see about maybe 15, 20 other people in and around the field in the, not earshot, but in the kind of visible vicinity. Sorry, As Emron is talking or approaching um, well-to-do man and the other two are off to one side having a conversation, I'm going to circumnavigate around uh, so I'm near the back of well-to-do man and I just want to get a gauge on like how much attention is either on him and likewise, well-to-do man, how much his attention is on Emron before I inevitably reach my hand into his pocket. Okay, uh, he is on a cart, which is uh, about Thought he was off four the cart. feet high. No, he's still sat on, on the cart, but you can still get a good sense of it anyway. Okay. If you want. Um, has a com- has a I'll be listening in on the conversation as well, because I, I, I was up for this. I'm, I'm all for Emron asking what's going on. Right, so... Some of us uh, aren't around here. We were just curious about uh, what's occurring. Where are you from, then, if you don't mind me asking? The native of uh, Shadow. Uh, fuck. <laughs> come on, come Shadow from. or fuck. I haven't heard of that one, actually. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we're, we're natives of a place called Moonrise. Oh. That was smooth, Emron. Really smooth. Well, uh, you notice the man's face says broad, uh, chiseled chin, uh, pencil, mustache, and kind of quiffy hair, probably in his mid-30s, looks, uh, and suddenly his face drops a little bit. Well, that's, um, that's very interesting. You don't happen to know um, the, the, the Goroth family, do you? Moonrath is a big place. Never heard of them. He relaxes. Oh, good. Uh, uh, and he tenses up again. What about the... Uh, the Blue Eyes. Heard of them? We're from a place called the, the Shadow in Moonrise, uh, in account of the fact that it's a slum that's covered over by large parts of the other part of the city. I ain't got a clue what you're on about, friend. Okay. Uh, no, well, yeah, um, here we have the burning field, as you can see. I'm just a merchant. I bring in, I bring in the goods, and, and the Crisco do what they will. They pay handsomely for it. It's quite a good trade. What are they burning? The undead. Or the soil on which they fell into when the blight ended a year ago. Well, after the big cataclysm and the events that took place over and around the shadow, the uh, sleep guard, apologies, the soil has been... Some people don't trust the soil that now grows. So large farmlands have been excavated. The soil burnt to put those people in fears at rest. Some swear that still the undead can come from this very soil, so this is a way of cleansing the soil, and hence the burning field. So, so people ship soil from across Sleetgard to here? That's correct, in order to burn it. Seems a bit... Wouldn't it be easier just to burn it there rather than transporting it here? But some people don't have the ability to... And he just gestures to the Abkriskra. Make fire happen and burn something that does not want to be burnt, friend. Ah, fair enough. I was just, uh, just uh, calling me curious. No, absolutely. Curiosity is the best part of. Um, he stutters. Uh, Valor. Um, well, you get my idea now, friend. Where are we heading anyway? Uh, we're off, uh, off down to the south. Got some uh, business. I'm in some of the farms near the lakes. I understand. I understand. Keep your cards close to your chest. I would also do the same if my business wasn't so obvious. And he gestures to the large cart filled full of soil behind him. If you come across any of those farms that want their soils cleansing, I think all the farms to the south have been done. But if you uh, do speak to any of them, do let me know. Um, I'll be up and around these parts quite often from now on. And, and, and your name, just so we know who to tell them to get in touch with. Uh, Mr. Shez, uh, Vanny Shez, my name is uh, Merchant. I'm well, sorry. Soil what was your name again? Vanny Shez. Gotcha. It's not a funny uh, sounding name. Parents thank you, uh, Master Shez. You're uh, welcome. He looks confused at the tiefling. He's just insulted him out of nowhere. Hmm. He does that. I wouldn't worry yeah, about it. Don't, don't mind him. All right. Thank you for uh, allaying my uh, curiosity. We'll uh, leave you to your business and uh, carry on our way. Very well. Good day to you all. And to you. And he turns back to the two members of the Crisco. Now, I was saying about that price, if you could just discuss the intricacies of the, as the conversation continues. Have you left or are you continuing to listen? I'm walking on. 
Okay. Does it look like anything else is happening on those fields, Mark? Uh, give me a perception check, please. Twenty-one. You notice two of the labourers far from the field, uh, to your left, kind of along um, parallel to where you're walking. Seems to be quite close. Uh, one seems to pass something to the other, and then they continue on with their work in like a slightly subtle way. Okay. Aside from that, every, everyone else seems to be doing what it says on the tin. Shoveling dirt, burning it. Uh, rains. I will just fall in beside Emron as we walk off and go, Emron, if, if we could avoid telling people from the Obscrisker that we're from Shathermand, I would greatly appreciate it. They're the, they're the reason that we had to change plan in the first place because we, I don't know where their grander political loyalties lie. But it's certainly not with our allies and sweet God. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rains. It just um, it's right, one of these right. things. It's, just, it, it's been a while, and it's 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 easy to forget. We're, I'd appreciate that we could. We have to tell some folk we're from Shadowmend because some folk we won't be able to fool. But so we're from Moon. Where Moonrise? It's a it's a big city in the center of Earth. I've never been, but I've read a lot about it. People call right. it the Crucible of Civilization and all sorts. It's a Apparently a fine place. Okay, okay, I can I can get away with that. I'll I'll do my best. Was that uh, said quietly? It was said to Emron as we walked away, as as discreetly as I could be. Okay. Uh, Nix and Alpha, you guys following suit? You hanging around? What's, what's the dealio? Alpha will probably still just be in the mindset of following Reigns and Emron. Okay, Nix. Mix is going to loop his arm in with Alpha's walk next to him. Like we're off to see the wizard. Like we're off to see the wizard, motherfucker. Amazing. That's a great image. Um, just to go a quick pause there, but just to let you know that um, I write, listen, I write my um, NPCs, a big long list of them because I never know these guys are going to pull out on my, little, on my little cards. And I do the D&D monster, uh, Dungeon Master's Guide to Writing NPCs and you get a list of five or six things. And there's always like one like flaw or thing wrong with them at the last or something that's an issue with them at the end. And the one that I happened to randomly pull out for this, literally as I was chatting to you all, um, the minute you mentioned you were from Moonrise at the bottom, I don't know if you can see that, it just says hated in Moonrise. Um, and so literally that's why I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to play this because I looked, I quickly read it as we were talking and thought, okay. And then you said, we're from Moonrise. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's just ironic. That's the only one that. I had to quickly go to my map and look at places that Reigns would have seen on the boat down. And it's like we went right past yeah, Moonrise. Yeah. So that would have been... Absolutely. It was a good one to have picked. <laughs> and so we're going to continue heading off the rest of the journey. Uh, let me check my, consult my chart of things. Nope, fine. Um, pass without without delay. We managed to find ourselves um, nearing these, this large lake, uh, which is the most southern lake out of the Golden Lakes to the south of Goldview. Well, sorry, to the south of Sleetgard, kind of to the east of Goldview, almost in line perpendicular with it. Um, during that time, the sun is kind of mid-afternoon to late afternoon as the sun continues to head down. Is there anything that you wants to take place or do you want me just, should we just fast travel our way to, to Redstone Farm? So, Marota, or anyone else, do we reckon we can push on into the evening to get to the farm, or do we need to rest again to make camp? I'm fine. Uh, well, I Let's crack on then. I, I didn't know whether I, we were going to... one voice. I, I mean, is everyone else okay? I am perfectly Not... fine proceeding forward. Yeah, as Alpha said. I'm, I'm yeah, not... I too am perfectly fine proceeding forward. <laughs> well... Time is money, so we might as well uh, go get this job started and deal with these uh, mysterious chickens, as uh, all are said. And everyone chuckles to himself because he knows they're not chickens. <laughs> and uh, as we're all perfectly fine proceeding forward, uh, we <laughs> proceed forward perfectly fine. And we start to <laughs> notice on the horizon that starts to appear out of the uh, into your field of vision um, a relatively picturesque farm starts to appear. And you can start to smell the smell water you can start to smell from the west you can smell sea air as it whips in off the coast you also see the large expanse of water that sits uh, almost in a basin like almost uh the lock 
any a number of locks in Scotland actually. But what um, typifies this area are the the willow trees that seem to dot around this lake, and there are just hundreds of them, and they are sparsely spread out and evenly almost spread out around this lake, almost like it's been nurtured somewhere around it. And there are three buildings that's, that's, that sit on this area of land and large kind of open lands around these trees uh, where cattle are roaming, lots and lots of cows and pigs um, are around this area. This is obviously a livestock farm. The peaty ground does well for these animals. The first building you see is a large multi-story windmill that has almost built onto the hips of it, if you can imagine it as a person, um, a, a kind of a second story, which seems to be some kind of living quarters. You see smoke rising from a chimney stack within this. The roofs are thatched, however, and the structure seems to be totally made of wood. There are two other outbuildings from this, one which seems to be a large um, barn, probably, ideally made probably for uh, the animals in the winter months and then also a large open top uh, sorry closed top but open-sided barn which seems to be filled full of straw and hay for feeding said animals you can deduce from this that the place you probably want to go to is this large windmill the buildings are sat in a large kind of triangle area that seems to not have any trees in it and the middle area seems to be devoid of grass it seems to be more kind of sandy and peaty in the center dried out slightly there's been an area where maybe events take place. It, the ground seems to be well-worn and well-walked. The meadows around you are quiet and smooth. There are a number of yellow and orange flowers that grow low to the ground, almost like the dandelions of our world, but smaller and lower and more plush. Um, the path is clearly uh, denoted by the lack and absence of grass or flowers as you head closer towards Redstone Farm. Are we getting on towards evening now? Yes, it's um, yeah. The sun is low in the sky. We've got a, uh, a relatively pink, scu- pink scun, pink sun uh, this evening, which gives this idyllic feel to the area. I I often think, sorry to break the mood slightly, but we had such a um, sleek, sleek guy can be such a depressing place. I'm trying to bring a bit more color um, and uh, those nice kind of vistas to the area because it is beautiful, really, when you get to know it. You're doing a really good job. Thanks, man. And if you want to visit Sleekguard, there, uh, there's <laughs> a Lonely Planet book of Sleekguard coming out soon. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Like, and a David um, Attenborough uh, presentation as well. The fields of Redstone Farm. Uh, oh, I can't do it. Re- we better uh, find ourselves uh, this uh, Bernadette last then. And Emron goes towards the main farm building. If there's a following, the door is shut. It is made by those that are dead. No, <laughs> uh, the door is shut and it is a large kind of wooden door, panelled door. Uh, the whole building seems relatively ornate, but still well kept, well looked after. Expensive. This isn't your run-of-the-mill mill, if you know what I mean. And everyone will knock on the door. There's silence for a while and then you hear uh, kind of titivating noises and clinks and clanks of things behind and then fast feet as uh, the door opens up and you see a kind of 50 year old woman stood there and um, bags under her eyes a kind of long dash of blonde hair hanging on her shoulders kind of clinging to her face and uh, she's in a kind of a white shirt and kind of brown work trousers um, and still wearing work boots. She's got grubby fingers, grubby hands, and she looks embarrassed as she stands there. Oh, who are you and um, why are you knocking on my door? We've been sent by Orla. To, to deal with uh, the your, your, chickens. Your issue. Oh, God, I do apologize. Um, of course, of course. Um, Yes, my husband, God, God's rest his soul, he, he, he was viciously attacked, everyone thinks, by the chickens we keep on the farm because he, he was found there, but I do not believe for a second that's what caused it. There are some creatures. You must kill them. I will pay you. Will you what go? Are, what um, are what, the what, creatures? What, yeah, where are they? What are oh, they? over there. And she'll point uh, towards the coast to the east. Do you um, know what they are if they're not the chickens? Vicious bastards. They, I, I, I did see it, though it was dark at the time. But you know what a um, deer or a stag looks like? Aye. Yeah, with the, with the horns and the, yeah, yeah, you know, and the head. Yeah, things yeah, generally have head. In, 
yeah, instead of the flat teeth, spiky, sharp teeth, yeah, and then massive wings or claws like a, an eagle, but bigger, and with the, the, the horns like a deer on the head, claws and wings, vicious. It screamed, and it curdles your blood to hear, and... There were two, three of them, perhaps, and they flew off to the east, I think, to the forefinger. Do you know the area, if I use that, that expression? No, if you could point us where we think we'll find them, we'll go and investigate. Ironic, because it's called the forefinger, and I'm using my forefinger to, to point. No, never mind. Uh, over here, on, on the edge of the coast of Slitgard, overlooking the Bronze Storm Sea is a, is a jutting out of rock. Uh, we call the forefinger as it looks like a forefinger sticking out, pointing towards the sea. Um, upon which I believe is where these creatures have, have made a nest of some description. Um, I saw them escaping there, not yesterday, with one of my cows. Cows? They, they take livestock from my farm. You know, yeah, but a just, cow? Yes, two of them carried it between them. Okay, I don't then. know if we can do this. We'll uh, we'll go and by the husk. <laughs> we'll go and uh, investigate. Uh, Fucking thank you. cow, Emerald. We'll, yes. uh, That's why I needed people to come. I sh- I share. Thank you. Yes. Don't you worry yourself. Don't you worry yourself. No, it's just nice to be understood and, and and you know not looked at like some crazy bint. It's all right. It's We've uh, my husband has died. I. <laughs> Look, We've had our happened. fair share of strangeness, oh. so don't worry. Thank Reed. you. I just glad to be, uh, I'm, you know. You lock your doors and uh, continue to your evening. We'll go, Reigns. As this is happening, Reigns is just uh. glancing around to see if she has the means, or looks like she has the means to farm this place now that her husband is gone. Does it look like she means to continue farming? Is this still an active farm? There are still animals there. The buildings don't look dilapidated. Um, she's got dirt under her fingers and on her hand. She's in work clothes. One could assume from that information that it is a working farm and she is a working farmer. Wrong. Just, um, whether or not how good it is, you know, you'd have to ask or you'd have to have a good old nosy around to see, you know, how well tended the stock are, how well built the fences are. Yeah, it was just a glance. Reigns would realise that they're questions for another time, but he was just having a glance to see what the situation is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems in order, but as you noticed as you approached, there weren't many in terms of the, the livestock she kept. There were some. This is a big area, and it seems relatively empty, so that might give you an indication as to the problems she's facing. Great, then. Uh, we'll head towards the uh, four fingers that you... Uh directed as two yeah, four finger just the one finger not the four just the four finger f-o-r-e if one was I. to write it and um, it's the name we have it in the area um the golden lakes we also coined which is a lovely name for this area but yes the four finger uh, just, we just talking a big cow <laughs> he he points he points down <laughs> uh, she points down to one of the nearby cows munching on some daisies like like her like uh justine there um but yeah same kind of size, and it's just a regular oh. sized, hefty, hefty sow. How many cows are on the on the farm? I mean, as you cast your eye over, you can probably see about twenty cows. Sure, it wasn't a baby cow. It was no, full cow. The, full cow. It's not the season. They aren't even. They aren't even at their gestation yet. Took the full cow. Cool. Wow. Full cow. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. Uh, Let's lads to it and lass. Let's go. We're going straight away. Okay. Um. Listen. If you're unsuccessful, you know you'll die. So it's fine. But if you are successful, come back. If you need a place to stay, um, I, I know you want to go now. That's fine. But there's a, there's a um, uh, the the hay barn at the back over there. You can stay there free of charge. Uh, you know, I would invite you in, but I don't know you. Um, I hope you understand that. And um, yep, yep. Well, best of luck. Before we go, if you do kill them. Yes. If just as a, you know, deal sweetener, if we do get rid of your problem with these uh, flying deer, could you part with two cows of yours? 
she thinks long and hard about that. It'll come out of the gold payment, but yes. Or in addition to. We'll see. Let's just do one one thing at a time and we can discuss payment. You know how much I'm offering, though, don't you, in terms of gold for this? Why don't you remind us? Well, I was hoping you'd remind me because as the DM, I've uh, said it and then forgotten it somewhere hidden in my notes. Well, good thing so we have someone who remembers 5, everything. Don't worry, uh, no, our it, friend here, Alpha. It was a thousand gold. <laughs> Give him a chance. He did it. He, he did it. I didn't say a thousand gold. <laughs> 500 no, gold. Yeah. Thank it was, you. If you want me, it was 500 gold. It was For chickens. This is a cow. Took a whole cow. I am not aware what chickens are able to grab a cow. Bix is doing this in, like, a cow. Uh, that's the thing. They, they have feathers like chickens that's i think where the mistake takes place but when you see them from very far away and they look like a chicken and actually they're not, not far cow. away they're... yes well yes hence my problem sounds uh, like something look... folk like us should deal with it does and turning back to marota we can we can discuss that um later on i need to look at some money and see where see who i could spare because you can see i've dwindling stock at the moment right let's go Okay. And she nods ahead. Oh, any water or anything before you go, or are you fine to... We set out just earlier this morning, and we haven't even touched our rations or our supplies. I believe we're fine. Okay. Well, uh, all the best. Um, good evening. I've been uh, munching mine throughout the day, so if you've got any rations, that would be great. Uh, you've gone through weeks worth of rations. Why are we taking a week's worth of rations when it took a day to get here? Well, you never know. Well, you just bring you bring more than you just need, next, Otherwise, tend to get you in uh, trouble. I don't think you need me for this conversation. So I'm going to uh, bye. Uh, she's going to shut the door. Put a cow. Uh, okay. okay. Great. Let's keep going. Okay. And are we heading in the direction she's pointed towards the the forefinger? Yep. Oh yeah. Indeed. As it's if it starts to get dark, Mark, uh, Emron will cast light on his hammer. And yeah, it does start to get dark quite quickly as you cross the the peaty and idyllic area of this redstone farm. Uh, you realise quite how big this farmstead is and how you know, sunken down compared to the other lands around it. You cross it relatively easily. Simple paths that lead um, all the way through the lands towards the coast seems to be a well trod path by uh, by Benedette and her late husband. And as you climb the gentle hill up and out of this basin. Uh, near the Golden Lakes, you see very close, probably not more than a mile away, uh, the coast. You can hear it. You can smell it. The rush of the air seems to hit you more kind of full on as this kind of sheltered down hidden basin where the Redstone Farm is. And you feel coast. You feel the edge. You feel the rush. And you can start to hear the ocean. Uh, It's now dark at this point. So, Emron, your light would have been enabled on your hammer as you start to walk closer. Um, are we aiming to, are we going to do this at night? Or do you want to rest as you approach? Is there anything you want to do on the approach? I mean, I'm happy to keep going. I'm happy to keep going unless someone stops me. Everyone's off to deal with this. Okay. You get to what you know to be the forefinger. It's a huge, probably 50, 60, 70 foot wide rock that juts wide out and up into the ocean uh, over the ocean 60 70 80 foot wide but gosh probably quarter of a mile in length this thing seems to jut out at lower than a 45 degree maybe 20 degree angle i don't know what that really is 45 20 yeah half of that so it's you know you're walking on an incline but it's not too much to hit upon this large rock which from the side just does look like sheer rock um soil and peats and ground matter has landed on this in some way shape or form and trees have grown over time as it's been eroded slightly but there are large trees bushes and the ground seems to be filled almost with its own little mini biome of life upon it you start walking up and you can hear the crash of the ocean. And as you head on to the forefinger, you realize you are just over the swelling sea of the Bronstorm Sea. You can hear it smashing against the rocks beneath you. You can hear it um, 
that you can feel the spray firing up the side and the rush of air along with it as you step on. The ground is hard, yet slightly slippery. Like there's a layer of something scummy or something, something, just something liquidy across the surface. It could be spray from the ocean. It could be rain. It could be something else. You're not really sure. You start to walk tentatively up this um, um, with Emron's light clearly shining out over the area. You start to get closer and closer towards the tip, towards the end as you slowly make your way up, making your way around uh, bushes, around other rocks that seem to have jutted their way around. And you get closer and closer. And then you just hear this one loud, singular... That was awful. Anyway, <laughs> that was not the noise I wanted to come out of my throat just then. That struck not... fear into mm. us. Ah! It sounded like I was choking on something. Anyway, um, a, a, a kind of a squawk, but it's not a squawk. It sounds like it comes from a big pair of lungs. There's bass in it as well. And you hear another ah! and kind of response to that. And you hear the thud, thud, thud of wings and kind of the, the shuffle and shuffling. There's I think no they're throwing up the cow. <laughs> is it is it the, is it like the scream of ring race as they attack Weathertop? That kind of screech. No, it's deeper. It's like that, but deeper, and they're shorter okay. bursts. It's like I imagine if you had a crow that got really hench and like just big beefy boy. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Like, <laughs> like, like the um, like the Griffin at the start of Witcher Three, the first contract. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I'll go with that. Kind of like that one. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, that is a niche. Well, no, it's not. If you're listening to this, you've played The Witcher. Who are we kidding? Um, or at least know of it. And at the moment, you all freeze as you hear that noise and feel the energy of movement up, up, up and ahead of you. There's another crash of the waves against you. And then just through it, you see from the distance behind you, lightning and the rumble of thunder far from the distance, deep in sleep guard. And that flash of lightning is enough to reflect off um, the face of one of these creatures. It hasn't seen you, but you have managed to see it through the bushels. And just on cue, <laughs> my chrome has disappeared. Yet it comes back just in time for me to describe the head, at least, of what you can see through the bushes and trees. You see, as adequately described by Bernadette, large horns set up like that of a stag deer, sat upon a large but slightly distorted face of a deer, it seems, but the teeth are rotted, covered in blood, the eyes large, white and red, ears long back, like almost some kind of hair, like a large rabbit. And it's sat beneath it, you see two large wings that seem to be ruffled back. You don't just see one pair of wings, though. You see four individual pairs of wings. And as these, as you've come across the small nest of the peritons, that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Peloton, like the cow. I mean, I mean, hopefully none of us are going to have to try and fight these things at range. Peloton. Speak for yourself. Peloton. P e r y t o n. Periton. Periton. Anyway. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. They're evil fuckers. They're great. Now you're going to Google them, look at their stats, find out the weaknesses. Nah, yeah, that's right. I've I've homebrewed the shit out of them anyway. So Theatre nice. of the mind. <laughs> that's what we're all here for, and we appreciate everyone else who is tuned in to hear it as well. We love you very much. Thank you for making us a part of your everyday week. If you wanted to keep in it to date with the podcast, I was going for something else and I quickly switched at the last second. Sounds you can like do so on one of our various social media pages. Fuck off, Will. Uh, if you want to find our website, it's <laughs> fellowshiptabletop.com. If you wanted to find our Facebook, it's at Fellowship Table. And if you want to find our Twitter page, it's at Fellowship table if you then wanted to go one step further and follow us individually you can do so too i'm at i rolled one danny's at total party thrills darren's at darren page 06 wicked willy will is at natural 20 will and our wicked awesome 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 super awesome dm is at hastily rolled dm did i do callum no. <laughs> no, you did not. Just skip over me entirely. Feel like it's been a quiet like episode. I've not been here. Uh, and my mind just went. We haven't done Callum yet. So Callum, if if people wanted to find you, how could we find your godlike self? The D twenty gamer. Until next time, guys. 
Farewell. Farewell.